Letter number one of Clarissa Harlowe, volume three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Clarissa Harlowe, volume three, by Samuel Richardson. Letter one. Miss Howe to Miss Clarissa Harlowe, Tuesday, nine o'clock. I write because you enjoin me to do so. Love you still. How can I help it if I would? You may believe how I stand aghast, your letter communicating the first news. Good God of heaven and earth, but what shall I say? I'm all impatient for particulars. Lord have mercy upon me, but can it be? My mother will indeed be astonished. How can I tell her? It was but last night, upon some jealousies put into her head by your foolish uncle, that I assured her, and this upon the strength of your own assurances, that neither man nor devil would be able to induce you to take a step that was in the least derogatory to the most punctilious honour. But once more, can it be? What woman at this rate? But God preserve you. Let nothing escape you in your letters. Direct them for me, however, to Miss Knollys till further notice. Observe, my dear, that I don't blame you by all this. Your relations only are in fault. Yet how you came to change your mind is the surprising thing. How to break it to my mother I know not. Yet if she hear it first from any other, and find I knew it before, she will believe it to be my connivance. Yet, as I hope to live, I know not how to break it to her. But this is teasing you, I am sure, without intention. Let me now repeat my former advice. If you are not married by this time, be sure delay not the ceremony. Since things are as they are, I wish it were thought that you were privately married before you went away. If these men plead authority to our pain, then we are theirs. Why should we not, in such a case as this, make some good out of the hatred word for our reputation when we are induced to violate a more natural one your brother and sister that vexes me almost as much as anything have now their ends now i suppose will go forward alterations of wills and such like spiteful things miss lloyd and miss biddulph this moment send up their names they are out of breath kitty says to speak to me easy to guess their errand i must see my mother before i see them i have no way but to show her your letter to clear myself i shall not be able to say a word till she has run herself out of her first breath forgive me my dear surprise makes me write thus if your messenger did not wait and were not those young ladies below i could write it over again for fear of afflicting you i send what you write for if there be anything else you want that is in my power, command without reserve. Your ever affectionate Anna Howe. End of letter one.